Hello, and welcome to another episode of A Progressive and a Libertarian Walk Into a Bar. I'm Sean O. Fernie S. How's it going there, Fern? Pretty good, man. What are we drinking today? All right, today we are going, we are actually tasting something from Belgium. It's, ah. a, it's called a Roublant Chouf. It's a Belgian IPA beer. And it's incredibly tasty. I would have never thought it was a Belgian. It is quite tasty. It is very tasty. Very, very fucking tasty. It's an IPA though, right? Yep. Yep. See, see they, that's good. It's a combination of one of my two, well, I was going to say my two favorite beers, but IPA is definitely not a beer style. <laughs> but I love Belgians. And this has enough bitterness not to be offensive, but still retaining that Belgian character. Yeah, yeah, delicious. you're right. Yeah, it is a really nice fucking beer. Yes. I was kind of scared at first, but <laughs> it has all worked out well. There you go. Let the fear dissolve <laughs> into the alcohol. <laughs> so nothing happening these days to even talk about. We should probably make it a short cast. That's right. That's yeah, right. And nothing I, yeah, going on. Yeah. I kept waking. When I woke up today, I was thinking, you know, we're going to record, but what I don't is know the, what to talk about. What can we talk about? I can't no, even the think we- about the weather. <laughs> Daughters, I mean, there's yeah. not much going on. <laughs> yeah. That's but, what I get. As we get started off with Kobe. There you go. There Kobe you go. fell from the sky. Rest in peace, Kobe. I just, you know, I'm never, I'm not a basketball fan. And the thing I like least about basketball is probably the Lakers. And the thing I liked the least about the Lakers was Kobe. Mm-hmm. So that's about how I felt about it. Well, uh, you know, and so that's, I think. Certainly, you're entitled to that. Um, so I'm, I'm going to talk very, just very briefly. From just, I, I myself haven't been a basketball fan either, and also did not like Kobe, um, for, due to the or starting with the sexual allegation, sexual rape allegations back in 2003. Um, but you know, I've talked to people um, whose life, whose lives were touched, or who who followed Kobe for years and years and years from the time that they were kids. So for Kobe, for them, Kobe meant something a lot, uh, a lot more, uh, probably deeper and a lot more meaningful to them. Um, in his later years, apparently Kobe turned out to be sort of a doting father, taking care of his daughters, all of them, and training them to be uh, NBA players, WNBA players. And I'm not misspeaking; it's NBA players and WNBA players, which is great. It's great to think about that, and you know him being such a focused uh, father is something that's incredibly positive. That's what you want for any any father, for any man, really. Um, but for him to be so involved with his kids and then for him uh, to die essentially in a tragic way, and it would not it would be tragic if it were anybody, um, but him and his daughter along with seven other people and now his wife has three kids that she has to take care of, not necessarily by herself, I'm sure she's, she's got people, but with the glaring absence of the father of her kids. So in that regard, definitely it's tragic. And here in LA, obviously, it's going to be felt a lot more uh, more strongly because of the history, the 20 years that uh, they, that that Kobe has spent out here. Um, um, it's glaring that both Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Magic Johnson, both huge stars of the LA Lakers, outlived Kobe, who was only 41. Yeah, you never would have thought that Magic with the AIDS would have outlasted him. See, they, see they, that's yes. But at the same time, it's um, no, he was just a young guy. Kobe yeah. was just a young dude. I I guess I I can't get by the rape thing. You know, to me, it's hard to. I can't. I mean, you can act nice the rest of your life, but it doesn't take back what you did. Uh, and it it to me, 
especially like the way I see people ranting about Trump and all this, you know, all his accusations and stuff like that. It just it kills me to think that, you know, the same people who are marching against Trump because he said grab him by the pussy probably out there crying about Kobe. I wonder how many people were at the women's march down there. Over that. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, like the, I, I just think of the hypocrisy of going to the women's march, and then be out there sobbing over Kobe. I mean, I do think it's it's awful that his daughter died with him and stuff. And you know, I think of his daughters growing up without a dad. You know, I wouldn't say anything against that. Obviously, you know, he, he's a good father. He's a good father, but it doesn't undo the damage. Like Mike Tyson could have ended up being a good father too. I don't think he did, but you know. Uh, are we going to look at him the same as Kobe or we think Roman Polanski, you know, well, you know, he went over to Europe and I don't think he fucked any more 14 year olds as far as I've heard, but you know, uh, do, is, is that okay? No, I don't think so. I think he's still a douche. Well, well, how can a person be judged by the worst thing that they've done in their lives? Well, if the worst thing you did was fuck a kid or rape somebody, I think, yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty... Because no, I mean, I mean, no, it, effect, it affects that a, person permanently. Right, right, right. It, it's an open-ended question because it's subjective, right? To the person, to the experience, to the amount of victims that there are. Um, again, like, and I think I think people, there are a lot of people, just like, just like as you've expressed, that feel no sympathy for what, what happened to Kobe because of his past. No, I, I, didn't, I didn't say that. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not happy he's dead. And stuff like that, and I think that's a terrible thing to die young. Mm-hmm. I just think he shouldn't be thrown on a pedestal like that. That's no, that's that's no, the problem. No, no, I, I don't. I don't think anybody is, yeah. could talk about him positively without leaving out the negative. No, no. Actually, some some lady from the Washington Post got uh, suspended for mentioning that. Actually, just for tweeting out an article from. Uh, BuzzFeed or something back when it happened in 2003. She just retweeted an article that said, uh, you know, told the the victim's point of view. And, you know, her boss got mad at her and people gave her death threats and everything over it. And that's what I mean. You know, some people, you know, they would, I don't know, it sounds like, you know, Trump's people. You know, like they're they're acting the same, you know, threatening pe- to kill I, people I, and I shit. Don't, I don't think those groups overlap whatsoever. That, but my point is their behavior is the same. They're defending the person that they like against it's accusations right with death threats. It's to me, it's ludicrous. You know, I mean, he did do what he did, mm-hmm. and he even said he was sorry for the way he yeah, behaved. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, there's not, you know, you know, I, I, you know, I, I don't think there's redemption for that, really. Right, and this isn't a redemption. It's a mourning the loss of somebody that died tragically, and I think that's I that's know. the way we should leave that at. I don't know. I'm glad I'm not mourning him. You know, I just, you know, and you're free to do that. Yeah, you're free I, to do that. I absolutely am. And unfortunately, that's that, that's your position. <laughs> Sayonara. All right, moving on. Yeah. So what's next? Oh, there's a bunch of stuff. So impeachment. Impeachment. What's that? Okay. So, <laughs> so the last week, the Democrats, uh, no, pro- last week, the Democrats put on their case based on facts, based on testimony, based on everything that makes sense. Not just about a fucking phone call, like Trump has been saying, not a, a perfect phone call, um, but on everything else that has tied, everything else that has come out, everything else that has resulted as uh, uh, through the investigation. And so that's what they focused on. And now, starting on Monday, or excuse me, this past Saturday, uh, the GOP, the senators, uh, or I'm sorry, the White House Defense Council, or the lawyers defending the president, 
put on a defense that ignores truth, ignores facts, brings up old, weird, uh, mysterious shit that has nothing to do with anything, and 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 wordplay really to try to say that uh, a president can abuse his power or her power and get away with it. It's not impeachable. They've been saying all kinds of idiotic shit, ignoring the trove of evidence that has come out only within the last couple of weeks, ignoring what Bolton said about being able or wanting to testify and wanting and letting people know that Trump himself was directly interested in holding um, funds from going to Ukraine um, based on the condition of them starting an invest investigation. If they did an investigation, then he would release the funds. So Bolton's been wanting to say that. He's been letting people know that he wants to say that. Why didn't that. he testify in front of the House then? Because didn't he have uh, a subpoena that's a, there? That's a really good reason. I have no idea. But he's able to say that now. Uh, see, I, and we should, I we find, should have him. I find him to be a shady individual. So He may, now, he may be a shady individual, but if he testifies in Congress, uh, he has to tell the truth. Otherwise, the, I'm sure the Republicans would do everything in their power to uh, charge him with perjury for lying to Congress, which is the same reason that... Uh, they impeached Bill Clinton. Uh -huh. Now, I will, I will say, uh, from what you said, uh, it has seemed up to this point that presidents have been allowed to abuse the power of the office. Mm -hmm. And so in the sense of them saying that, they are right. They, they, they have been. And they are singling Trump out for abusing power. Well, but, well that's, on, not, that's not the case. But as a libertarian... I think they all have fucking done it, and I think they ought to reel in the fucking power. Now, the other thing I want to say about it is that speech, or whatever you want to call it, that Ken Starr said, I had turned off. Okay, I, I, why? I can't stand that dude. You know, he was a jackass back then. I even heard a Republican, I can't remember who it was, one of the ones behind the whole Trump, uh, uh, Clinton impeachment, and saying they felt that they went too far because it divided America. And yeah, they bullshit. think it was a bad, huh? Bullshit. The 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 Republican saying that he, that you think they should have impeached. Clinton? No, no, no. Uh, impeachment leading to division in the country is bullshit as an excuse. Whether no, no, he, no. This is before this whole Trump thing. No, yeah. Whether it's a Republican or Democrat. No, just because Clinton. it made it, it really polarized people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The two parties, mm -hmm. and he was saying he felt it began the problems that we're having today. Yeah, the, the Clinton thing and then to have kenneth Starr up there acting like you know impeachment's not you know is being used as a political thing when it was being used as a political thing then clinton should have been impeached for lying to congress you know trump should be impeached if he if he abuses power but you know i feel, kind of have that feeling of the chickens watching the fuck or the the wolves watching the hen house or fox watching the hen house or fuck it is you know, now, now suddenly, because they don't like him, they're willing to take him out. And then they'll, the, when the Democrats or whoever gets in office next, they're just going to abuse their power just as much. If if Trump gets acquitted, if he even if he even if, even if he was kicked out of office, they'll do the same thing. No, now you have. The, I mean, if you kick him out, hopefully people will put or the Congress will put in legislation to try to rein in a lot of these things a lot more carefully, such as not being able to avoid uh, responding to subpoena, because that's exactly what Trump has done. Uh, compared to, if you compare that to Clinton when he was impeached, there was no such opposition to having a, any representative, any person, any member of his staff testify. Uh -huh. And that's exactly what Trump is doing. Talk about that's abuse of power. In fact, that's obstruction of Congress. That's what uh -huh. he's doing. That's what he did, which is far worse than what, what Bill Clinton did. Now, I need to remind everybody that the reason that Bill Clinton got into this impeachment business was not because 
uh, he lied to Congress initially. Remember, he was being investigated for Whitewater and mm-hmm. any sort, some sort of real estate uh, fiasco that the Republicans thought was a huge, huge crime or something was going on there, some fraud, some corruption, something was going on. But they couldn't find anything. And the only thing that they found in the fishing expedition was Clinton getting a blowjob. That's right? kind of well. That, that's 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 uh, more not, than what they found in, than the Democrats found in the Russia probe. <laughs> yes. Well, actually, no, 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 no. The Democrats. <laughs> no, dude. The, the, the you're you're conflating two totally different things. No, um, they found a lot of. Di- uh, no, I mean with with involvement of Trump. Well, so you, Trump. So I mean, just to summarize real quick. So the the in, in Russia, in, in regarding the Russian thing, the direct link between the Trump campaign. And Russia did not exist. The direct link existed between Trump, Wikipedia, and from Wikipedia to Russia. Those Wikipedia, are the direct links. You mean? Uh, I'm sorry, not Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> Julian we, Assange. Yeah. Excuse me. Thank you. And that's just that's just weird, man. Because you know, people like uh, Wikipedia citizens. I mean, uh, I, I I'm a big Julian Assange fan, and a lot of people on the left were. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, but just because you know he he happened to release something that wasn't friendly to you guys, everybody turned on him. I mean, regardless, if if somebody, I don't know, man, he's wait, just wait, a fucking wait, journalist. Wait, what is it? Like is like it even 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 uh, Glenn Greenwald's, you know, same thing. You know, he he's catching hell in Brazil now. Wait, wait, what didn't he? Really, what didn't Wikipedia? Not Wikipedia. Excuse me, short. <laughs> WikiLeaks. WikiLeaks. Now Belgium's getting to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 didn't WikiLeaks release? That the Democrats wanted to release. No, I mean, that, you guys are saying that that's where all the, you know, that he helped Trump out by releasing the... Uh, oh, he did, yeah. Yeah. And uh, he also received, uh, WikiLeaks also received a treasure trove of information regarding uh, Putin and a corruption that he's led in Russia, and he wouldn't release it. Well, maybe he was scared of getting killed. Maybe, but... but, but <laughs> yeah, maybe he was afraid it, he was going to get nuke shit dumped what, on him like that guy in England. Wasn't, wasn't he, like, talking about, like, it doesn't matter, i got to release the truth? Yeah, but maybe, maybe he had somebody that scared him enough. Or, I mean, or, or maybe, he, maybe they paid him enough. I mean, if we're throwing... You never know. If we're throwing um, aspersions... I, I, I think... I think uh, conjecture. I would think uh, Putin... Kills a lot quicker than he fucking hands out his money. Maybe, may, maybe he does. Maybe I mean, the whole does. Russian power, power, uh, government just quit. So, but that would be enough reason for people not to trust WikiLeaks or Julian Assange. Ah, man. I mean, that, that you, just, you just said that maybe he had a death threat. Yeah. So, but uh, but the the idea of not trusting him, still, I mean, there if, you go. <laughs> I mean, if somebody's under that kind of duress, I don't know, man. There you go. <laughs> you make a lot of sense, Sean. <laughs> Thank you for adding to my point. I appreciate it. So. Um, Couple more, couple, lots of things happened around impeachment. So today, as we record on Tuesday evening in beautiful LA, on, on a balmy winter evening, mm, seventy-seven degrees. That's right. I'm wearing a jacket because <laughs> it feels a, a tad under seventy-seven right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's um, one of the things that happened is that Mitch McConnell announced um, that the GOP <laughs> or that he does not have enough votes to block witnesses. Um, so more than likely, there's enough votes to have a witness like Bolton testify in huh. Congress, which would be really great. And Lindsey Graham, homeboy, Lindsey Graham. Your boy. My boy. Everybody's boy, Lindsey Graham. Um, said that, threatened, really, that if you bring Bolton, we're going to bring everybody else. Everybody. We're not going to bring just one to match your Bolton. We're going to bring everybody. So, of course, he's going to want Hunter Biden, Joe Biden. That's good. Hillary. Let it, let it all go out there. For some reason, Hillary's going to be involved. Hillary? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dude. 
and and Obama, of course, because they, they they hate Obama, they hate Hillary. So of course they're gonna try to bring him in. Why not? Why not? Uh, Bernie. Well, I mean, try I guess bring, Obama bring was president then, but or are they talking about like when Hillary was uh, Secretary of State? Maybe I'm huh. sure they'll bring her in. Yeah, but that was a long, this, long time ago. Well, this will be interesting. Yeah, I, I, that'd be great. I might tune in for it then. <laughs> well, good. Yeah, they have the witnesses. That'll be good. But I, yeah, I'm sick of seeing these old bastards up there pontificating. And I, I really hoped I'd never see Kenneth Starr again. And there, he, there he is on my fucking TV. So what, what was it that uh, you hated about seeing these old farts? And now, mind you, we're not, we're not young I, spring chickens. Yeah, no, no, I'm not. I'm not young by any stretch of the imagination. I just, you know, like I said, you know, I don't, I don't like the Republicans or the Democrats, and I, and I think they're all full of shit. I think they're all self-serving. I think they're for their party, not the country. Mm. Uh, like I said, you know. Uh, um, Nancy Pelosi had the opportunity to hold Bush uh, W under under uh, under he could she could have had him impeached for lying about the Iraq War and chose not to in her own words she chose not mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. and the reason she stated was because he had won the election and that was the route they chose to take so mm-hmm. she didn't want to cause a big fuss over it mm-hmm. so I personally think you know causing a war that di- that was as destructive as Iraq is every bit as bad as uh, helping uh, a foreign government helping us or the, him to uh, manipulate the election. I think it's just as bad. And the one caused millions of deaths in the long run. You know, because it spilled over into Syria and every place else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So all those people died because Iraq fell apart and, after we had it. So. And just to add, add more, con- not necessarily more context, but adding to that. Um, when Obama was president, the Republicans held control of Congress, and they could have also impeached him for defending a war or lying yeah. about a war. Uh-huh. And and we could also and and Democrats and or Republicans could also do the same thing for uh, to Trump uh-huh. for lying about a war uh, that's that's been going on where, where there is no success in sight. Yeah, no winning. Yeah, they they all could have done that. And they just didn't do it. So, but so they are all complicit in this. Yeah, they are. It, Both man, Democrats and Republicans. Me. Man, it sickens me. Yeah fucking shit and it freaks me out how the afghan papers didn't get it barely made a ripple mm-hmm. barely made a fucking yeah, there's, ripple there's too, there's too much crazy shit going yeah on. and you know like right right now we're bombing the hell out of like i think it was last year i can't remember how many, i just read today how, how how much trump bombed the shit out of afghanistan and he's acting like oh this is a terrible war we're getting out of it you know this and that <sighs> there it is all right so impeachment so um a couple more things to talk about um did you hear what Trump said about... I think he was at Mar-a-Lago just talking to some people and he just, just being dumb as usual. <laughs> and he was talking about he's going to be fine with the impeachment. He's, he's got the votes. Uh, especially because like they don't have the material. Trump and his people have the material. So basically he's admitting that they're holding on to documents. They're holding on to evidence. They're, they're banning or they're prohibiting their staff and people that work at the White House from testifying. That's is that justice in America? Is nah, that how is stupid. that is that how is that how a trial should run? Is that how, um, is that how we exhibit? Is that how we tell the world that nobody is above above the law? How how the fuck, dude? If Obama said to Congress, "We I'm not gonna let anybody testify. I'm not gonna release the documents." Fox News would be raising hell right now. Oh yeah, they would. But they're they're all about Trump. Yeah. They're all about Trump. In fact, fuck, fucking Fox News. Like when they talk about impeachment, they're like, "Oh, it's boring. It's fucking boring." 
Jesus fucking Christ, is that what you, is that how you describe the impeachment? Yes, it may be boring to the regular person to watch, but it's an incredibly momentous thing to want to remove a president and to be in the throes of it. Jesus H. Christ. <laughs> but they do it because it defends, their, it's, it's in order to defend their guy uh-huh. and calling it boring so people will tune out and not pay attention yeah. to the crimes that this guy is committing on a regular basis, dude. And, and, and just to point out, just the incredible stable genius that we have at the white house um like we talked about earlier he when he, they asked him about the the casualties that apparently were discovered where people were complaining of possible traumatic brain injuries trump said what did he say the uh, the oh there were just headaches there were headaches Jeez yeah i'd seen Christ. i'd seen a uh, um uh, a special on those traumatic brain injuries they come from the concussion this the 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 shock wave from things mm-hmm. you know bombs can you know they can blow out your eardrums and things but it can also hit your head and make a rattle around in such a manner if i want to put it that way yeah that it fucks your brain up yeah uh it's funny that they're bringing it up now with these 50 people but it, they tend to have had, have ignored it the last 19 years we've been at war and a lot of people have suffered from that. Mm-hmm. And it causes a lot of problems. And that doesn't just cause headaches. It can yeah. cause, you know, it, it, it can fuck with your mood. You know, it's, it, it's a head injury. Yeah. Like, you know, it can cause you to be like, you know, kind of like bipolar in a mm-hmm. way. You know, like a head injury can uh, change your behavior. Mm-hmm. And, you know, these are things that, you know, our government doesn't take care of. It yeah. doesn't take care of our vets the way it should. And, yeah, that's one of the reasons I, 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 like I said I did my, my song for charity so that people would listen to it and give to the wounded warriors because, you know, these people are sacrificing their lives. doesn't matter if I don't agree with the war. You know, I appreciate the, their sacrifice that they go over there uh, and, you know, come, come back a different person than they left. Absolutely. I, I, think there, I, think it, I think you can hold the view of being able to support the troops and at the same time oppose war and yeah, oppose the people the that are willing to put these young men and women in harm's way. And keep in mind, I'm, in, I'm by no stretch of the imagination a pacifist. You know, if somebody, if, if another country attacked us, I'd, I'd want us to just beat the f- snot out of them, you know, mercilessly, you know. No, we, we should have mercy. We're the strongest, we have the strongest military in the world. Well, yeah, once they surrender, then yeah, then, then, then you can show yeah, mercy. But during, the, during battle, convention, and then yeah. during battle, I'm not, I'm not terribly into mercy, you know. Okay. Well, General Sean. Yeah. <laughs> that's why, uh, I guess that's why I'm not in the military. And, uh, yes, that's the no reason. No quarter. <laughs> but um, also related to that, I think I don't think it's a. I think you can support the troops and kneel during the national anthem, and still support the troops. You mean not kneel? You can ne- no, you can kneel. Oh, okay. during the national anthem. Yeah. Okay. And still support the troops. Yeah. So whenever somebody says, "Oh, when you're dis- when you're kneel during national anthem, you're disrespecting the troops," it's bullshit. It doesn't make any sense. That <laughs> how 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 is that related at all to? I, I, like I said, I I think it's reasonable, but like I said, you know, a lot of people who fought think not. And so, then, but the person that initiated that whole idea, that, you know, did. that's a bullet point, as yeah. you would call it. You but, know, but that, wait, wait, that, wait, that, wait, that the, was a data point. Just because one guy de- does doesn't mean ninety don't. But he he's responsible for that essentially. Yeah, but I, that, that's that's fine. And and uh, and the whole reason why he he uh, was a Kaepernick, yeah, that, that he was doing this was to uh, express um, his displeasure with uh, uh, police brutality. Right? Uh-huh. 
I mean, that that was the whole thing. Yeah. And people try to bring in this whole other thing against it. And, the, and you see, it's, how, it's essentially discounting the, the entire point of police brutality. Why don't we just talk about police brutality? Yeah. You know what I mean? That, that's the way it should be. Exactly. So you got anything else to say about impeachment? Oh, man, I'm sure more will come up as we go on. We have like 18 other topics that we wrote down. We're already at 31 minutes. Oh, okay. All right, so, okay, so speed round. Yeah. Hillary. She won't shut up. Okay. <laughs> she won't shut up. Yes. And, and the best thing I can say about that is... Yeah. is she the, won't shut up. Is let's not pay attention because every time we pay attention to her and respond, she's getting exactly what she wants. Yeah. Hill Dog can say whatever she wants. But we just don't. It's just not respond. It's like I'm it's happy. Like, I wish Tulsi could sue her more for more. Oh, and, she and, and she did, and she's not going to go anywhere. Tulsi, whatever you're doing, you're just clamoring for attention. Stop it. It's 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 almost as bad as Hillary. Don't do it. <laughs> no, you're, it's not as bad as you're, Hillary. You're, you're not going to run. She, she's she's she's, she's, a, she's a Bernie bro, just like you. She is not. She is not a Bernie bro. Trust yeah, me. She, trust me. If, if she was, that's why she she's catching have, so much hell. No, then she would be at Bernie rallies like AOC. That's <laughs> how. We, that's how I would know if she was a Bernie bro. She <laughs> I, I hope not. Bernie picks her for the VP. Yeah, unlikely, <laughs> dude. Dude, AOC is far more likely to I don't be think a she's old enough to be a vice president. Yeah, I think I, I don't know what the age is. No, I think is. it is. I think it's. I think it's like thirty-two or something. She's only like thirty, and she. And I don't think Tulsi will beat that either. I don't think yeah. she's. I don't think she's that old. Yeah, Tulsi's um, older than that. I, I don't. I don't know if she is, but this, I mean, she's thirty-five. She's running for president. She could. I mean, Bernie has so many other people to pick. <laughs> There's no reason. Uh, yeah, but this thing could be a woman, a woman of color, a non-Christian. Uh, very unpopular with Democrats, you know. But but she could get she could get votes from other for the other side. If she could steal votes from the other side, she, you got to take the, into consideration. Republic, I don't think Republicans necessarily like her. It's libertarians that like to think they're liberals like her, and that's it. No, libertarians still bash her on all the rest of shit she does. Yeah, she yeah, said yeah. she's she's best or she's least worst on that. And, and she that's it. And, and she's and yeah and comparatively speaking, but yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind seeing Tulsi and Bernie. I, I think that's why libertarians like her because she's like the least liberal of all the the Democrats on the stage. No, she's and, not. You're, and you're absolutely right. <laughs> that's and that's why liberals no, don't like her. No, you mean she? No, the thing we like about her is that she's pro anti anti war more than what it seems like the rest of the Democrats are. All right. Well, Tulsi. That's what it w- is. Wish you the best. Less liberal. It was yeah. fun while it lasted, Tulsi. Yeah. I I, 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 yeah, Tulsi. So there it is. There you go. There you go. Um, <laughs> so we're already talking about Trump and headaches. Oh, the Middle East plan. Oh, yeah, the Middle East plan. Truck of shit. Yeah, no Palestinians invited to the talks. Just the Zionists mm. and Trump mm, mm, and Bibi mm, mm. sitting there talking about what what the Palestinians will be allowed to have. So, Sean, you, you and I disagree on a lot of things. Yes. You and I agree on a handful of things. <laughs> and I'm really glad that this is one of those things. Oh gonna, man, yeah, this is we're, a... we're, in, we're joining the same team on this side. Yeah, 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 yeah. This, yeah, it's it's pretty ridiculous that if you're gonna have a two state two 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 state solution, you're not including the second state. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let the let the one state dictate it all, and that should be fine. Yeah. And we were talking earlier before we came on air that the that the Israelis say they want to keep the uh, you know the land that they've jacked. Because they want to be defensible, they want their land to be defensible. Mm-hmm. And last I checked, they won all the wars they were in. Yeah. Not only won, they smoked the shit out of them. 
Because technically when they attacked Egypt, Egypt wasn't even prepared for it. They kept saying, oh, Egypt's going to attack us. And they weren't going to attack them any more than Iraq was going to attack us. Yeah. It was a pretense for them to attack them blindsidedly and, and you know, fuck shit up. You know, and the, and the Syrians and everybody, you know, got got pummeled by Israel. I mean, it was what was it, three countries they attacked? Mm. It, you know, Syria, was it Lebanon? Syria, uh, Egypt, and I just went blank. So they attacked all these countries with their former borders that they claimed were undefensible and won hands down in, you know, in, a, in the 67 war and then the other one. I don't remember. One of them was seven days and the other one was three days. So it wasn't even like they were extended wars, you know, and they were able to win that quickly. But they need to steal all this land because so it can be they can be defensible. Horseshit. Um, along, and what was the point you made earlier? So along, along the same lines of what BB said is that Israel needs to be able to defend itself by itself. Now, as soon as he said that, I, I re- my first thought was like, well, good. You're going to defend yourself by yourself. That means that there's no need for U.S. taxpayers Amen. to give you money, to give millions and millions of dollars to Israel to continue to do well, systematic genocide. That's exactly what they're doing yeah. to the Palestinians. There's no need for us to be paying for any of that. Yeah. So, BB, good luck, man. Good yeah, luck. Rap I mean, bastard. Yeah. This, this Middle East plan is not going to go anywhere, as, as we both know, as the Palestinians know, as the Europeans know. Um, this is just Trump and BB, two leaders of nations who, under, who are under criminal investigation, who are trying to divert attention from their, crim- from their legal woes by coming up with a silly-ass plan to try to essentially pull the wool over people's heads. But it's really hard. I mean, like, it doesn't take a lot to, to see how, how much bullshit there is yeah, yeah. The, of what they're, they're putting on the silver platter for us to uh, eat. <laughs> but we're so, not, so, yeah, not going to fall for it. So so I, I'm not holding my breath on this peace deal. Good. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That, Good. that's where we feel about that. All right. All right and then I guess uh, we'll take a break for a second. Yes. And come back with... The soapbox. The soapbox. All right. All right. Welcome back. It's soapbox time. All right. What you got to say, Fernie right. Sanders? So, um, you know, every once in a while, I'm sure we bring up silly topics and we like to discuss them. And every once in a while, there's something substantive, substantial <laughs> that we want to discuss. And my rant, my soapbox for today is to talk about NPR and Pompeo. Now, um, some of you may have listened to this, may have read about it. Um, just to give you a quick summary of what happened, on Friday, there was a story that was broadcast on NPR. It was Mary Louise Kelly that was interviewing Pompeo about uh, what was going on in the world, what was going on with Iran, uh, the U.S. foreign policy towards Iran. And towards the end of the interview, she started asking him about Ukraine. And his reaction was... Uh, stonewalling. He was also very, very unhappy about what she was asking. He kept insisting that there that did he think he went to Fox? Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And not only not only that, he was just uh, not only was he stonewalling, but he was just giving ridiculous answers. And when I kept thinking, like, just I fucking nail him it. on this. I heard about it, but I didn't watch oh, it. Oh, yeah, listen, listen to it. it. It's a beautiful interview. She kept giving him bullshit answers. He asked her, "Do you think that you owe Marie Ivanovich an apology for not having defended her?" And he said, I've defended every one of the State Department employees, every single one, every time they need to be defended. And she asked him, can you give us an example of when you did do just that? And he couldn't. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't. And he said, when we made an agreement to talk about, to, to do an interview, 
um, we said we were not going to talk about Ukraine. And she was like, no, I have emails. I let your staff know that we were going to be asking questions about Ukraine. And he stopped the interview. And once the interview was over, he pulled her into his private living room and then harangued her for about nine to ten minutes. He told her... Is this on tape? This, no, no. He told her, you know, he pulled her in there without any recording equipment. However, at no point did he say or his staff say that it was going to be off the record, which is really important. Uh-huh. So she reported all of this. He pulled her into the room, harangued her, berated her to the point of saying, do you even know where Ukraine is? He pulled a map that had no names on it. He told her, point to where Ukraine is. <laughs> this is a woman that has studied at Cambridge, has studied at Harvard, in European studies. <laughs> of course she fucking knew where it was. And she pointed it. And he said, oh, people are going to hear about this. And anyway, long story short, like this is what the Trump administration is doing. Berating journalists. Not for being rude, not for asking stupid questions, but for seeking the truth. For asking tough questions. And what did Trump do to Pompeo? He fucking rewarded him. He fucking said, you did a great job. You did a great job. And you know what else? I think we're going to cut NPR funding. Fuck them. What the fuck? Like, I, I, I listen to NPR religiously every day on my drive, on my two-hour drive to work. I listen to it a lot myself. Yes. Oh, good, good man. Good. It's, it's, a, it's one of the last uh, bastions of the free press. Well then, I mean, then see that that's a that's a that's where you have your uh, your moment where you realize not all their funding comes from them, and people can donate, and you know if the government cuts it, just people pick it up and donate more. And you, you know, know it won't if, go away. If they if they cut funding, if the federal government cuts funding from NPR, they'll be cutting out about. Do you want to guess how much? How much? Two percent. Two percent of funding to NPR comes from the federal government. It's a listener supported network. The program that we hear is through us. So it's ridiculous of what's going on. It's finally getting the time when the Trump administration is banning for um, press. In fact, today he announced that one of the NPR reporters is not going to be allowed to be on a trip with the Secretary of State, hmm. with Pompeo. He's not going to be allowed. What the fuck? Hmm. This is fucking insane. This is... Um, do you remember Dan Carlin when he talked about like when is he when is it going to be the time that he would call for revolution or something mm. along those words? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he said he would call for revolution when he saw that freedom of the press, freedom of, of speech, was being curtailed. Uh-huh. We're getting really fucking close to that. Yeah, point. yeah. Between this and like I said, you know, Obama spying on the press, man. It's really, really awful stuff. What does that have to do with the price of beans? No, Holy shit, I'm talking about Trump. No, I'm, I'm talking saying, about Trump. It, it, that it, has nothing to do with Obama. No, it, 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 it is, if this was going to Obama, we'd complain about Obama. But yeah, yeah. This, we're talking about Trump yeah, yeah, and no, what I'm he's saying, doing it's, now. It's, it's, it's an escalation of it. it it's, you know, you got to see where it came from to see that this is oh, dude. this has all been going on. This you is, know? No, no, this is yeah, totally no, this, different. Mm. Totally different. There is no instance where you can point to any any... But any Obama official doing this to any conservative, no. liberal, or any kind of journalist, there is nothing that. And Obama saying, "You did a great job by doing that." And Obama threatening to cut the funding to any network. So yeah, this is this is totally different. It's an escalation. It's far, far, far worse. You don't think spying on the press where they're where they're listening yeah, yeah, yeah. to it, people and stuff uh, like uh, that again, is not a well, massive. Uh, again, what does that have to do with the price of beans, as the it, saying goes? It, it, it's the press has been under attack for, you know, what is it now? Uh, like 12 years. 12 years, 20 years, 50 years, 6 yeah. years, less 100 years. Yeah. I'm sure there's evidence of this going on. Well, yeah, you know, like but this is the most glaring example that we've had, I'm going to say, in the last 45, 50 years. 
Absolutely. One, one of the worst. And I, I feel personally uh, angered by this because, again, I listen to NPR a lot. So, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and I know, I know least, what they talk least, about. At least it's us who's founding it, not not the government. So right. they want to pull the fucking money. It's not going to sink it. Exactly, so. exactly. But see, that's exactly – see, this is the, the stupidity of the GOP and people that support the GOP that think that this is uh, a network that's supported by taxpayer dollars completely. Yeah, yeah. They think that it's a liberal network supported by the deep state. I really thought Obama it was more than. I really thought it was more than two yeah, percent. but like, that's five like percent. Even if it's ten percent. No, yeah, yeah it's, not. No. It's, it's, it's not. It's it's not supported by federal dollars. It's not. No, I believe you say two percent. Right. I'm not questioning you. I, just, let, let's, I would let's have say, thought more. Yeah, and then so it's like the way when, the government loves spending money and all. And to and to tie it to tie <laughs> it to um, like a broader issue, like when people that are anti-abortion think that the federal government. Funds Planned Parenthood for to pay for abortions. It's the same. It's the same thing. It, it's it's related, but it's along the same way where people are, are trying to believe these things that make absolutely no sense. But for them, because they've heard it through Fox, through friends, it becomes true for them. Do you remember? Um, on it was on Dan Carlin's Common Sense podcast too, where he spoke to that Irish reporter Vincent Brown. Mm. The guy's like a pit bull. I would love. I would love it if more of our reporters were like him. Yeah, and pit bulls I, I like agree. that. I you agree. know, Mr. Worldwide. Be- yeah, because man, they. they- <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, because yeah, you know, they do need to stand up to this, whether it be Obama or Trump. They need the press needs to be as free as it can be. Mm-hmm. They, you know, something mm-hmm. people don't realize. You know, also talking about Dan Carlin. If you listen to his uh, hardcore history on the First World War, it's great. Yeah. But I read this book, uh, The Pity of War. And it talked about how during the war, out of all the countries that were at war, before we even got in there, our press was by far the most censored. Mm. Our press was censored yeah. because there was yeah. to be no pro-German messages in anything. Mm-hmm. Even though the Germans, you know, people think of Nazis. This is pre-Nazi. They weren't the Nazis at the time. Mm. You know, they were actually the, the ones who had the least uh, uh, when we talk about uh, imp- empire. England was the empire. France was, was the one with the empire. They were the colonialists. Uh, the, the the Austrians were actually looking to give up their colonial stuff, you know, which is a shame because the one who actually wanted to give it up is the one who got shot and started the whole fucking mess. Mm-hmm. Uh, so our press has never been terribly fucking free. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, and you can just look at the, like you were talking about, the, the war reporting from World War II down uh-huh. to Vietnam, Vietnam and down yeah. to uh, what we barely how about see. The, how about the first Gulf War? Not one bit of footage came out other than what they showed us of, you know, the bombs. And there's no footage of any of the battles like there is with other wars. Not one bit of footage like there was for Vietnam. Yeah. You never saw that. Yeah, Yeah, you never saw one bit of any of the tank battles. Nothing. None of that. None of that ever made it to air. So we saw nothing except for for smart bombs. Right. And... Just like we should have been outraged then, we should also be outraged now. Mm-hmm. Through any presidency, through any government, through yeah, any administration. Yeah, you don't fuck with the press. You don't. You absolutely don't. All right, and that's my rant. There it is. All right, so. All right, well, we want to thank everybody for listening to us. Please rate, review, share the hell out of the podcast, please. Yes. And um, we gave out the information. Yeah, we did. Uh, no, I think that was on the last podcast. Yes. Yeah, let's give out the information that. one more time. All right, so. First of all, Dale Dale, of course, to yeah. shout out to Pitbull. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a fan of Pitbull. <laughs> sure. It's a funny character. You know what I like about Pitbull? What I really enjoy is that at the beginning of his songs, he always says Dale Dale or Mr. Worldwide. 
So I know. I appreciate that because that way I know I had to change the station. <laughs> <laughs> I like the fact that he gives a lot of his money to uh, to, to to create schools for kids in 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 uh, poor areas yeah. in Florida. You you heard what he did uh, uh, in Alaska? No, in Alaska Walmart, at the Walmart. No, there a Walmart sponsored a competition where the, uh, like if anybody wanted um, him to perform at your local Walmart, yeah, there was like an internet competition where people would just submit a number of likes or whatever. So as soon as the internet got a hold of this, they were like, you know, we're going to send Pitbull to the furthest, most secluded, most inaccessible place, Walmart in the world. <laughs> it was in Alaska. And he was a good guy about it, and he showed up, and he performed there. <laughs> it was to perhaps be a good show for the people. Yeah, it's funny as fuck. But he was game. <laughs> you know, that's a dude with a sense of humor. Yeah. All right. But enough about Pitbull. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Pitbull, Mr. Worldwide. Dedicate a few minutes of our podcast to you. <laughs> <laughs> you should perform at our podcast. <laughs> All right. Um, so on Twitter, you can reach us at uh, our handle is uh, PNL Podcast. That's the letter P, the letter N, the letter L Podcast. On Facebook, our page is called The Progressive and the Libertarian Walking to a Bar. Uh, through email, you can reach us at PNL Podcast at gmail.com. That's the letter P, the letter N, the letter L Podcast at gmail. And you can always listen to us on Spotify, Google, Amazon, through Alexa, and Echo. We're also on Stitcher, Apple, and SoundCloud. Indeed. And other places I've heard that I have no yeah. idea how we got there. <laughs> so I want to thank people who are putting yes. us in those various places. Where are, where are we showing up? Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> Fuck. The Russian SoundCloud. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> All right. Das <Vidanya. laughs> <laughs>